And the last topic that we will um, have a little bit in this course is about text, uh, string algorithms. Um, today is Thursday. Next uh, Monday, I will be traveling to to uh, Cambridge. We, we have a scientific uh, advisory board review. Um, I hope to be back Wednesday night, so then we can have the last lecture next Thursday. So I will just try to uh, get some intro uh, to this uh, area. Um, of course, I could say that uh, everything is text. Uh, lots of data is, is text in one way or the other. Um, lots of free text books. Um, you keep writing, you keep uh, uh, reading. The entire internet is indexing the, the text. But what we talk about text is really a uh, string of some length, n characters of text, continuous text. It's not even split to words, it's continuous text in some alphabet. Uh, alphabet size is, uh, well, if you have 200, well, if you have a byte as a text, then you have 256 different uh, byte values. Then the alphabet size would be 256. In the natural language, in English, you will have 26 letters. So your English text would be uh, letters plus punctuation, so maybe 30, 40 characters would be enough, the alphabet. DNA alphabet is just four nucleotides. And protein sequences, 20 amino acids. So the alphabet size is important. How many different potential characters there is, and then you have n of them in a row. Okay. n characters in a row from certain alphabet. Um, length of the text is n, and then this is your data, and then comes in the pattern. Pattern is also the string um, of m characters. And your first question to ask is, is within this long text anywhere an occurrence of the pattern? Or does S contain the pattern P? Or can you write S in the way that there is S prime, P, and S second? So that somewhere in, within the S, there is exact occurrence of pattern P. And uh, the text, all 5 billion characters, we can of course write as a long line. And the, our pattern could be a short pattern, it could be a longer pattern. Uh, you can write it this way, and basically you, we ask, is there a region where there is exact one-to-one -one matching of the characters from text to the pattern, or pattern of, uh, characters occur exactly in this row in the in the text.
to make sure that uh, if somebody says that, oh, this occurs in here, you just go through the first, second, third character and you just check that they are equal from the, from the text i equals to pattern position 0, uh, text i plus 1 equals to pattern position 1, etc. Right? You can just check, make a small loop that goes through the uh, pattern uh, positions and checks that exactly the same characters occur in the, in the text. But how to find this? So what is the first algorithm that you would write? Simplest, you know. Well, that's it. That's it. Position there. Sorry? You start from the beginning. You start from the beginning. You check the first character. If they are equal, then you carry on. And if your pattern occurs in the beginning, you say that, oh, well, I have found it, right? What next? What happens when you observe that there is a mismatch? Then I move there to the starting point there, one cell. One cell, yeah, okay. Then, then you go there, right? This is now your next chance. And then you start again from the beginning. And maybe you observe immediately that there is mismatch. Yeah. Then you go to the next one, yeah? Uh, yeah, okay, this is... Uh, Pattern can have multiple occurrences, some of them can be overlapping, etc. So basically what we what we will be looking is the single pattern exact match, and the one that we just described is kind of brute force or naive method. But we have some other ideas, Knuth Morris Pratt, Rabbit Carp, uh, some bit level parallel methods, Boilermore, and factor searches. For the same task, multiple algorithms. And then we generalize what happens when we don't have single pattern, but we have a thousand patterns to look at um, at the same time. And then we can ask, okay, the text, we don't always have to assume that the text is uh, sort of every time the new one, right? Maybe we have time to index the text and then ask how much faster we can do the search if we could index the entire text in advance um, in the suffix try or suffix tree manner. Actually there is also suffix arrays and uh, this, uh, they are just only uh, going to scratch the surface of this uh, uh, research area. But these are the algorithms. Uh, brute force, Knuth Morris and Boyer-Moore at least are uh, the three ideas that we uh, yeah, we can go through even today probably quickly. Um, and of course for these algorithms you can have actually uh, some visualization techniques etc. So this is the simple case, uh, three letter pattern, short uh, text, um, we observe mismatch, we move to the next, B, A, B mismatch, you move to the next etc. So our goal would be to stop hitting here. Uh, so brute force of this naive method, we identified the mismatch, 
And now the question is, uh, what have we lost in this method? Why is this problematic? What is the speed of this method in general? It is uh, for n position. Uh, we potentially do m work, right? Uh, this is uh, the kind of worst case scenario. In fact, um, if your pattern would be entirely random, if this would be entirely random uh, text and pattern, then uh, you could ask, what is the average number of hits in here until you have the mismatch? What is the probability of the first character to match with this position of the text? It's one over the size of the alphabet. It is one over the size of the alphabet. If the alphabet is 20, then only once in 20 you have the hit and then you move to the next one. So that means that this code, in fact, when you do this very tight loop, that calculate until the mismatch, they move by one. It does um, actually very few tests. The larger the alphabet, the, the fewer you will have. So this M, in fact, is uh, it's not the entire length of the pattern because very, very uh, infrequently you will match every M characters exactly. Yeah. Um, so in, in practice, this method is not so bad, actually. Yeah. So this is the, the code. We start from the first position of the text until, until the, the last hit where we could put the pattern. Then we start from the pattern from the beginning. We, we take, take the text uh, position and uh, the pattern position, we check if they are uh, different, then we break, we go to the next position in the, in the text. And if you have exceeded the, in the text uh, the positions, then we, the, all, the, all the J uh, up to M were found to be equal, then we say that we have found uh, a occurrence of the pattern. So it's a very simple, uh, This is, uh, starts indexing from 1, um, S on the ith position plus J minus 1, 1 plus 0 is the first character to check to the first character of pattern. Um, the pluses and minus 1s are important in here. So we, this is the naive uh, brute force method. Yeah? If they are different, then we jump to the next position. Um, you can write this in the, in the C even tighter. You do this uh, for every position of text. It starts from zero. Uh, then you start in the pattern from position zero. If J is uh, less than M, you haven't exceeded the pattern. 
pattern j equals text i plus j, you keep doing this loop, incrementing j, you don't do anything in the loop, you just check for this equality, you keep doing the loop, and when you stop, you just check did your j uh, uh, get equal to m, then you have found the hit, and your counter increases by 1. And this is a um, simple loop, and quite frequently if you find that they are, they are different, and then you go to the next position in text. Uh, <laughs> this is the same. Um, pointers to text, um, and you increase the pointer to text position. So TP is pointer to text, you checked from this position that this is uh, um, the character is not null, end of the string character is null. Uh, if it's not, then you move on, and then you apply the string compare of M positions, pattern, and text pointers. If this fetches you back that yes, pattern equals to the text, the first M characters of pattern equals to the M characters of text, then you return zero and you have found the match. Actually, this is the C function to compare M characters. It will, it, it will run short. Immediately that it finds it's not matching, then it fetches, uh, returns one. Uh, the, but what is the problem of this method? When we have reached check, 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 mismatch, then the naive method would say that, okay, let's start from the next position and start again, check, 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 until mismatch. The problem is that we have checked these positions already. We know that if there is a mismatch, all these characters we already know because they are exactly the same as in the text, in the beginning of the pattern. We know that we know the characters which are in the text because they are exactly the same as in the pattern. We already know that. We, we just check them, right? So how do we use that knowledge? We, we didn't do all this work for nothing. We found out what these characters are. Well, we can probably put that in the stairs. That probably at, well, at, the, at the first pointer, we'll check, uh, uh, check the match for that string. Then, at the, well, if it matches, at the second uh, pointer, we look for the, for the second uh, letters of the, the searchable string, and then we can also search for the first letter. To start looking for multiple, now I'm, I'm okay. I'm not going to. I, I wanted you to understand the problem, the the, the kind of. What is really the problem? That if we do naive search, we have verified the first character match, second, we have verified that all these hundred characters match, 
and then the 101st character is a mismatch. And somehow, imagine all of these are A's, and text just is all A's. Text is not random. This is a problem. We think that the method would work good if the text is random, pattern is random, right? But occasionally they are not. You can have all zeros. And in your pattern, you have all zeros. And then when you move to the next position, you again have to verify that all zeros, right? Until the mismatch. But you already knew that all of them are zeros. You don't want to do multiple work on the same position. So to make this uh, search linear time requires that we never look back. That once we have reached this position in the text, we never look back. They already know what is in here. Right? It's, it's, what is in here is this prefix of this pattern until this point. We have the prefix of the pattern within the pattern. And our task is somehow to, somehow to okay, if this doesn't match, then is there a pot potential that this region that we already have matched has some overlap with itself? Knut Morris Pratt observed that these are matches, this is the first mismatch. Yeah? Where, we, where we would like to jump, we don't want to go to just to the next position, but we would like to make the longest jump ahead in the way that we don't miss any occurrence of the pattern. What is the longest jump ahead, not by one, but multiple positions? And moreover, in the way that we, what is the longest, what is the longest prefix of the pattern that is also the suffix until this point? Yeah? So we want to put to the, to, to the longest overlap in here. Longest overlap, longest suffix in here so that it is equal to the prefix. Yeah? We want to have this uh, longest match in here. But we have the pattern in, in, in advance. When we, when we get hold of the pattern, we can calculate all the time what is the longest for... If, if everything has matched until this position, then how long, what is the longest suffix of this prefix that is also the prefix of the prefix. And uh, in this case, when we can do that, in the code, we just shift by maximum amount. But we still already know that this pattern, these positions match. So we just check again the same position, because we shifted ahead, but we still have to check with that character only. We don't need to start from here. Because we made sure that the shift is such that these P characters match already. So that is the Cruth Morris uh, uh, Pratt algorithm. And uh, A, B, C, A, B, D, D gave a mismatch. So we, uh, in here we need uh, that what is the longest prefix, what is the longest prefix that is a suffix until this point, A, B match. So A, B matches. But now we have uh, C in here. Now we can check C against the text pattern. So in a way, we need to find the, these repeats in the, in the pattern itself. If we match A, B, C, A, B, and then mismatch at D, then A, B has matched with this A, B. Yeah. That's what we want to 
No. And for this pattern, we make this kind of automaton. A, B, C, A, B, D, A, B, C, A, B, D. So A, B, C, A, B, if D does not match, then we have the automaton that tells, okay, then we fail, then we go back to this position, and now we know that AB has matched from the beginning, AB has matched until this position, and now instead of D, we check for C. If we can match C, we can move forward. If we fail, then we fail and switch back, and then check for the next position. So we take the pattern and convert it into some kind of automaton thinking. That we, in the states, we were in the in the state automaton, we we start from the beginning. If we had a match, then we advance in the state machine to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next position. If we can't go forward, then we go back and then attempt to go forward. We can't go forward, we go back, then we try to go forward. And all the time, just our feedback is such that the longest suffix that is also the prefix. If A and B has matched, um, okay, so this is what we want to, uh, this pattern to look like, like this automaton. So we, and we represent this as uh, the text, which has of course the, the position in the text. What we need is the fail links. So if we fail in this position after the sixth state, we fail to match, then we go back to state three, A, B, A, B, C, three, three, then we try to match, if D did not match, then we go to three, and then we try to match C and go advance, yeah? So this is our pattern, we, then we try to go, uh, D did not match, then we go to uh, this location, then we try to match C instead, moving forward. So if you have this failing and pattern, then we can have the Cruz Morris Pratt matching algorithm that first initializes the patterns, make, makes this failing table, and then repeats until we reach end of the uh, pattern or text. So what is the, the uh, we, we keep searching from the beginning of text i equals one. Yeah, from the beginning of the text, we start searching, and uh, uh, j is in the beginning is one. Actually, this so this zero, this zero is something that is uh, failing. If if j is zero, this is this case. Um, we increase i and j. We go to the next position. Um, if j is zero, or if text and pattern characters match, then we move both ahead in text and in pattern. We had the match, we move ahead. If this did not match, then we change j, we read the new j from fail table, until we reach zero, and then we move ahead both in i and j, in text and pattern. So the knuth morris pratt algorithm is just that we, you start, we want to advance in the text. If in the text character matches the pattern character, then we move ahead in the text. Um, 
and potentially find the match if the j equals m or we reach out of the text i is greater than n uh, we keep doing this loop if the failings take us back to zero then we also move ahead in the text Could you follow? Yeah? So we start moving ahead in the pattern, matching with the text characters. If we could not match the text character we read from the failed table, we, we go back and try to match, or we go back. If we, if we fail to match uh, in here, we go back there, uh, zero, and uh, keep trying to match the text and uh, and uh, to the to the uh, we try to match pattern to the text position. Um, there are questions: How do we get uh, uh, failings initiated? And the other question is: uh, How long time does this entire process take? Uh, let's deal with the question, how long does uh, this process take? This is a constant time operation. Then we increase both. Or we do uh, decrease j. In here j is always smaller than we use from the fail. All these are always smaller, so we, we decrease j. We increase in text and j, or we decrease j. We increase j, decrease. So this is the loop every time we go ahead in the text or go back in the fail. If we need to go back in the fail multiple times, then you could say that, oh, it's n, n times we move ahead, but we also fail back. So how long does this thing take? In fact, the trick is that Our j will become smaller only if we have increased j before. So when we move ahead in the text, we have increased also j, and then we fall back, we decrease j by reading from the fail table, and we cannot do this more frequently than we have increased i in here. So we, we sort of keep moving ahead in the text with the i index, and we can never go back more frequently than what we have increased j in here, because when j reaches zero, then we execute move ahead uh, position in there. Indexing is in here. Maybe it's that I should have perhaps switched. Uh, well, one, two, three, four, five, six. So when j gets zero, that means off the pattern beginning. So then we need to move back to the pattern beginning again, so that we can start matching a to the text. So they are slightly shifted in here. So zero means that we are in the zero position pattern that never exists, right? Uh, so if if j is zero, then we are not in the pattern in the in the with, with j. So therefore, we uh, we could not match it, and then we move ahead in pattern 
to the first position and to the next position in the text. Well, it's infinite. Well, the, the, well, the cycle itself is uh, low end. But well, the, the pre processing phase, well, isn't it uh, O and squared? So, this is cycle when we search. This is what we. Uh, this is when we search. And in fact, this is how we initialize the failings. This is the initialization. And this does exactly the same. You start kind of exactly the same, but the, now we have only the pattern. Now we have only the pattern, you, you begin, we have two indexes in the pattern. We want to calculate what is the fail link for each one of them. Fail in one is zero. If j is zero, or we compare pay, uh, within the pattern, do the characters match? Then we move both indexes ahead. If characters matches, then we move ahead. And the fail link, we're always linking back in here. So if you have matches, pi, pj, two pointers to the same pattern, if they match, you put the fail link. You move ahead and you put the fail link. If they match again, you move ahead, you put the fail link there. And if they don't match, then you read j from the fail j, and you come here again. So j has got smaller um, than until we j reaches zero or we match i and j again, then i increases and fail i will be the j. Yeah? Every time that then i increases to the new position, we have the fail link filled in until the end of the pattern. So this loop is exactly the same. We start from the beginning of i is from the beginning of the pattern. We either increase i and get the fail link calculated, or we decrease j, and we can decrease j only as frequent as we have increased i. So in fact, this initialization is very similar code and it runs in linear time in the length of the pattern. So i and sorry, let's put this. Uh, I in here, J is always uh, smaller, J is always smaller. So if we have if we have matched, if this character equals to that one, then you move ahead and you put the link there. Because if you fail in here, until here everything has matched. So this means that that this region in here equals to this region in here. We have just observed that they match this position. If they would, if this position in the text search would fail, then we know that all these positions were equal, and our fail link will be here. If we start searching in the text, if they were equal, then we move ahead and and may get the next fail link there. This may get to the beginning, and then you start matching again. What is the how many how many how many characters from the beginning of the text will match in here? That's what we want to know. What is the longest? What is the longest suffix of this until this position that occurs exactly in the beginning in here? So Knuth Morris Pratt. 
takes this idea that we move from left to right, but makes it in the way that whenever we have found the match, then we keep going, uh, where is this? Then whenever we have found the match, we keep moving ahead. If we don't match, then we know by how much to switch the pattern and we try an another character in here. And the entire algorithm is uh, guaranteed to be OM plus OM to prepare the initialization. Uh, on the random sequences, random patterns, actually, it may be that your naive method works even quicker than this one, because there is a little bit more uh, uh, table lookups uh, in here. This code uh, is slightly more complex loop, uh, so you can implement this, but it's very tight loop, only moving forward in the text. And never looking back. I keeps only increasing. You start from the beginning of the text, and we only keep uh, moving I forward. Sometimes we uh, decrease J, but it could not be very frequently, because J could only, only when we increase, had increased the J, then it could uh, get smaller. So this is a, uh, this is a, a Knut Morris Pratt that made the linear time algorithm out of the search. There are other ways to achieve the linearity. We can uh, have a look at these uh, um, Rabicarp calculates the hash function, compares the hash function, if they're equal, the uh, patterns are equal, and then the question is how to recalculate hashes. And the other methods start asking, why do you check from the beginning? Why don't you look at the last position of the character? If there is a character that is nowhere in the text, you can jump ahead by the entire uh, pattern length. So think about that. Then you don't even need to check these characters in between, because by just looking at the last character you know that this could never occur in the pattern, and then you can jump ahead by a lot. Then you can jump ahead by m characters in a, in a way, and not even check anything in between. And that is where more style algorithm. But now we have to stop to look at that. So, we do that next week. Is the, will the linear time, will the length of text, uh, will a lower bound or is something, something else? With the boiler more, you can get sublinear sometimes, but it will be... What? Now, I, I, well, I, be, I, I think that you can always construct the way the... the, the text and data in the way that you need linear time to go through, I think. In the worst case. But in practice, uh, more allows you to jump ahead to big, big steps. The, length, the longer the pattern, the more you can jump ahead. The longer the pattern, the simpler the task comes. The longer the pattern, the more uh, the more characters read in the text. The larger the alphabet, the longer the pattern, the simpler the exact matching problem becomes.
Okay.